Hey everyone, I'm John Timmerman, CEO of Good Monster, and today we talk about engaging content, branding yourself, and the hardest part about being an agency. What are some good ways for students to brand themselves? Hey Beth, uh, okay, so good ways for students to brand themselves. Um, I mean, one of the first ways is to really try to identify what your strengths are. I know that's kind of a cookie cutter answer, but but to find out what your strengths are and really be honest with yourself too, right? So, you know, when you're in school, you're still trying to figure yourself out. You're trying to figure out what avenues you want to take, but really the only constant that you have is your personality, your current skill set, and what you were, you know, kind of born to do, what's your DNA tell you. So a good way to brand yourself is to identify what those things are. What are your strengths? Are you uh, a good public speaker? Are you an extrovert? Um, are you a better worker? Are you better at getting your hands dirty and trying to, you know, get in there and solve problems? Identify what that thing is and then go all in on that. Now you can attribute that skill set to whatever your major is or whatever you want to become known for. So if you're in graphic design or you're, uh, you're in liberal arts or you're in film and TV and radio, try to identify what that skill set is and apply it directly to that avenue that you're taking. If you're in graphic design and you're an extrovert, you're a really good speaker and you're good at communicating ideas, then you can maybe start a video series uh, or uh, on your Instagram account film videos on teaching other people how to do graphic design. All of this digital content that you put out will help potential jobs in the future, um, HR managers, hiring managers. It'll help to them to identify you as a qualified candidate because you know what you're talking about. Inversely, if you're a better worker, you can obviously build up your portfolio and put that out online using Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, any of these social media channels. One thing to understand, social media is a great way to expand your resume. The old school paper resumes are fading as an effective tool to get a job. So brand yourself using your social media channels because I guarantee you people will be looking at them. What has been the most challenging goal for Good Monster to accomplish? Hey Alessia, so the most challenging goal for Good Monster to accomplish has been to, uh, to really hone in on the aspects that make us a great agency. Now, that being said, we've had the opportunity and we've been lucky enough to work with a lot of different clients in a lot of different avenues. And digital marketing as a landscape has expanded and continues to expand, which allows us new opportunities to work with our clients in new areas. So, uh, you know, Snapchat comes out and releases Snapchat ads. That's a new platform that we have to learn and in turn our clients uh, could find value from. On the other side, you know, we still have to make sure we understand the changing search engine optimiza optimization landscape, the, uh, you know, the ever-changing website design and development landscape and, and coding languages. So there's a lot of sheer opportunity for us as a digital agency to serve our clients. So one of the most challenging things has been to identify what is the most valuable platforms and services that we feel 100% confident telling our clients that uh, we can help them progress their business in those areas. What do employers look for in the hiring process? 
Sarah, thanks for the question. Uh, what do employers look for in the hiring process? So obviously this is company specific. There's different things that different companies look for, but here are some general things to pay attention to as a graduating college student um, or intern looking to get a position. Uh, first off is you have to be honest. You have to be uh, yourself, uh, hiring managers, business owners, they can sniff out when you're lying. If they can on the first first interview or the second interview, they're going to in the first couple of weeks that you're there. So the biggest thing is to be honest with who you are and what you're, uh, what you're good at and what, you, what your value proposition is to that position. Um, you know, you kind of have to look at the job that you're, that you're interested in and try to reverse engineer what would make that make your position there as valuable to that company as possible and then try to connect the dots with you know what you're really good at so kind of like one of the previous questions you want to make sure that you identify what your skill set is and then try to relate that or align that with the job that you're seeking so as a hiring manager i'm directly going to be looking at one is that person honest if i ask them a question of you know what are you the best at and they say I'm good at everything, or they list out you know, five different things that they're good at, and then I ask them, you know, what do you feel that you can learn from this type of position, and they say I'm already the best at everything, then I know that they're maybe a little bit more closed off to, um, to feedback, they might not, do, not be flexible to the position, so you just really wanna be honest with that person, and one of the most valuable things you can say is I don't know. You know, now, if you're tr trying to get one of the top positions in the country and it's super competitive, then you better make sure you do know. But for most hiring managers, if you come in there and you say, listen, this is what I'm really, really good at. This is what I can bring to your company and this is why. Here are the areas that I'm excited to learn more about. When I get there, it shows the hiring manager that yes, you're confident, yes, you're skilled, but you also are hungry to climb and uh, you know, kind of grit through the downtimes and grow with the company. How do you know the content you're posting on Instagram will build a following? Monica, um, how do you know that the content you're putting out on social media will build a following? The easy answer to that is pay attention to the data. Uh, so if you're talking about Instagram, you want to look at insights and look through. It will literally show you all the content that you put out and it will show you the, um, the engagement um, that is going on for each, uh, each post that you put out. It'll show you the impressions, the reach. Um, this goes for almost all social media platforms. If you, if you sign up for a business account, even if you're a person, it'll give you all of this data. Right, so it has. There has to be a mix of gut and data to create a great social media um, presence. So I don't want to focus on a following because uh, you could go out and buy your following these days. You could pay a click farm over in you know some foreign country to just like and comment on all of your stuff until you start to get a following, and then they have fake accounts. So. We're not even gonna go the route of getting a following, but pay attention to what content is getting the most engagement. And particularly, you wanna look at comments. So you're gonna look at what you might already know about yourself, right? So first off, a good approach to putting out good content 
like the other answers I've been saying, is to be yourself, be transparent. I can't stress that enough on the internet. If you try to fake something, people have been surfing and acclimated to social media and the internet long enough that they can sniff out a fake. So you wanna put out content that's authentic and engaging to who you're trying to focus on. So if you're, related to our earlier questions, if you're a student trying to put out content that's related to a job uh, or career field, you wanna try to portray the, uh, you know, the content that shows those skills the best. If it's photography, you know, that's probably the, the biggest win you can have right there is because a lot of social media channels um, favor photography. So high quality photography is gonna get you a lot of attention. That being said, there's a lot of high quality photography out there on platforms like Instagram. So just having a good photo isn't enough. What is the story, what are, what's the brand in those photographs that you're, you're uh, conveying to the audience? So you might be the leaf photographer and you might go around taking pictures, gorgeous pictures of different types of leaves and you tell a story about that tree or that plant. Uh, you might be the water photographer. So you go and tell, you take pictures of different rivers and oceans and lakes and you tell a story about those, um, those bodies of water that differentiates those pictures from the thousands of other pictures. You know, if you're not a photographer, that doesn't mean you can't put out good content. You just have to make sure that you're telling a detailed, somewhat emotional story about that piece of content that you're putting out. Now, that's kind of the gut side of it. The data side is to go in and look and see what time did you post the, the piece of content. Um, you know, what hashtags did you use on Instagram? Did you tag anybody? Uh, you know, could you do some sort of collaboration with somebody else to try to tap into their uh, following and they can tap into yours and you guys can share audiences. So there's both the gut kind of creative content driven side of it and then there's the data kind of growth hacking side of it. You have to put those two things together and just look at all the data to see which ones are working and slowly adapt yourself to, to going in on those ones that are getting more engagement.